Yo guys, today we got episode 110. Thank you guys for watching, especially thank you guys for subscribing, liking this video if you like it, run the comments up. Boo Johnson's a man of many traits. Um, he's a collider of worlds and yeah. many different interests and things that he does. Really dope to hear about his journey, learn about his weed strain, learn about how he got with DGK, Stevie Williams as a mentor, and many, many other things. There's a lot of takeaways from this episode, so make sure you watch until the end. And also, go to fsotd.com. You go up to the sponsors tab, you'll see right there Dr. Dabber, their most latest code. You're gonna save 15%. Go get hooked up with them. Shout out to Dr. Dabber, we appreciate you guys. And also there's three tiers to join. Tier one, tier two, tier three. Tier three gang, you'll see them strolling in the credits at the end of every episode. And look guys, without your support, there would be no first smoke of the day. So shout out to the whole first smoke family. We appreciate you guys. We appreciate your support. This is how we give back. Our sponsors offer discounts. We get you hooked up with priority even free trials on newts growgeneration.com go on fsotd.com the current code to save money and get priority or just connect with our sponsors fsotd.com slash sponsors drip hydro grow generation this was a fun one wait till we hear about him talking about etai collaborations custom ice cream flavors bringing dgk and raw together it's an awesome episode spy collab you already know Boo Johnson, <laughs> just have fun. Let's go. Appreciate you guys. I started skateboarding when I was like 12 years old, and it kind of just gave me an outlet where I didn't have to listen to anyone. That's why I fuck with the skate culture, you know? It's different. I grew up in Chattery, California, small desert town that I came from. Didn't really have much. Hey, what's good, man? We're back. It's first smoke of the day. We're here with another episode. It's your boy, Pat Gods in the building. Here with my co-host, Blackleaf. What up, what up? And today, man, we got a skateboarding legend in the building, uh, entrepreneur, brand maker, and many, many more things, bro. Boo Johnson. What's yeah. Good, homie? How you doing? I'm good, bro. I'm blessed, you know, feeling woke this morning and just stoked to be here. I appreciate you guys having me. Bro, thank you for all the gifts, man. Oh, you came bearing yeah. the gifts, signed the board for us. Yeah. Every, everything you got going on is fly as fuck. Thank you, bro. You know, it comes from the passion from within. And, you know, I, I had to come and give you guys a little housewarming gift. You know, I can't just really? show up, you know, without, without a nice gift. My mama raised me well, you know. Anytime yeah. one of my homies move into like a new crib or something, I got to bring them like a plant or some flowers just to, you know, bring my blessings and- um, Bring some life. Know, yeah, bring, bring a little piece to myself. We so. got to frame this up, man. I love this thing right here. This is crazy. That'd be sick, bro. You know, yeah. DGK, man, they make some of the dopest graphics. Big shout out to Stevie Williams for, um, you know, letting me be a part of his journey with this, with that team, so. Yeah, he's super inspiring too. 
Yeah, have you guys had Stevie on this? No, nah, but we would love that. Yeah, and nah, I see him got... uh, up at the dog pound. Okay, yeah, yeah, with the workouts and shit. Dude's oh yeah, ripped. he's nuts, bro. The bro, past ripped. like two years, he's like transformed his whole like. I was like, holy really? shit! Wow. Oh Super yeah, impressive. You know, he's fuck man. I don't know his exact age, but you know, he's a big dog, and he, his, you know, his physique looks like he's 20 <laughs> literally i'll be seeing his like instagram i'm like hold on man like come on it's time to yeah program <laughs> yeah, get on I my thought, shit. when i saw him, i was like man that's a real athlete right there yeah exactly no dog i think people like with skateboarding you know we get you know it's not really a sport you know we're like the underdogs of the sports and it's sick you know keeping it core and raw but um when it comes down to like athlete material i think that's what you're supposed to be looking like with, with skateboarding because you know we're picking ourselves off the cement and rolling and doing all types of flips and maneuvers it's like bro your body needs to be built like that you know kind of like niger too you know these dudes are working out consistently and just staying fit so they could keep doing what they love yeah training and taking it to a whole new levels mm. of just the whole way of being how do you, what are some of the things you do to kind of keep yourself intact with, you know, just elevating your, your expertise and getting better at what you do, but trying not to let your body break down and. Oh, fuck, man. I take it back to the roots and just try and be in tune with my body, you know, and that applies stretching every morning. You know, I'll be on my yoga. After I walk my dogs in the morning, I go straight to the yoga mat. I'm on that motherfucker for 20 to 30 minutes, you know, because a lot of people forget to stretch you know they go straight into just being active then they wonder why they're so sore feeling so beat up throughout their weeks so you know i find myself stretching between 20 30 minutes and i go straight into a nice little meditation to just like find myself feel myself and um be one with myself and i think that allows me to be the beast throughout the day you know i'm sitting in my little meditation some days dude i'm in a rush i can only meditate for five minutes you know but within those five minutes i'm honed in on on my breath and my attentions on what i need to handle throughout that day and it kind of allows me to um piece my puzzle together throughout that day and so i don't overwork myself or i don't underwork myself and that's that kind of allows me to keep it going 365 24 7 you know i feel like i'm so busy that fuck man you, you definitely got a lot going on yeah that shit builds you for longevity yeah it does you're limber and you're flexible and you can you can keep going if you're all stiff and tight every day and then you go hit a session skating or anything you're gonna be you're gonna get fucked up yeah quick. you're gonna just feel too tense you know i feel yeah. loose and very very just grounded throughout my days you know just finding myself in the morning for that 45 minutes or that 30 minutes you know just being in tune with myself what what got you into meditation i don't really know like the point where i was like ah oh, you know or actually dude like you know i meditated throughout my life just being going through my ups and downs and trying to find my peace you know but um like a year ago i did ayahuasca and it literally <laughs> opened my fucking mind to it's crazy right life you know kind of reinsured me on like i'm on the right path just keep doing what i'm doing but with that i really took home meditation me meditating and journaling 
I haven't missed a day ever since I've I tapped into Mother Aya. So that I would definitely give it up to that. And now it's just like it's just part of me. It's like I feel weird if I don't get that that grounding in the morning and I don't like connect with myself. You well, recommend ayahuasca to anybody that's going through some type of uh, tough time or what, like mm-hmm. almost just trying to align with like your purpose or what? Yeah. If you're like kind of lost or, you, or not even lost, if you kind of, you know, you feel it, but you just can't touch it. You can't like physically grab it. I think like, dude, when I, my second day into this, I'm like sitting back, like in front of my guru, I'm just like, damn, dude, like, this is something everyone needs to do when they jump out of high school, you know, because ayahuasca, you don't have this crazy like after effect where you feel like you're on drugs or it's not something you'll ever get addicted to. You know, it's such a heavy journey where it just opens your mind to understanding what life's really about, you know, because, you know, when you get out of high school, you still think you know everything and you're yet still trying to figure it out and you don't know yet that we're going to be learning every single fucking day as long as you want to you know it's it's impossible to know everything even if you think you do you know it's it's not reachable so i think ayahuasca would be amazing for like you know someone going into adulthood to understand like what i need to do next and what really matters in life you know because especially nowadays bro it's we're so caught up on materialistic things, the internet, um, technology, and we're so disconnected with what's really going on with us in the inside and why we're, why we're here, what our purpose is, you know? And I think that, I don't know, we need to be able to, you know, they just legalize mushrooms. And I heard they, at the same time, they legalize MDMA. Yeah, like, like some type of research purposes, I but you can go in and get like, stuck. yeah, yeah, so, sessions. Oh no, ayahuasca is beautiful. It's it sounds gnarly, so I don't want to be that person to like, yeah, go do fucking ayahuasca. You know, like even with weed, I don't want people. I smoke weed because fucking Boo Johnson. You know, I want mm-hmm. you to be able to do it because you want to do it. You know, if you if you have that calling and you you feel it, go do it and open your mind because it's gonna change everything you're gonna wake up so blessed um you're gonna be able to forgive yourself for anything you've done in life you know that's what it's all about is forgiveness you know people forget that it's all right to be wrong it's all right to do wrong but you got to be able to tap in and ask for forgiveness and be able to move on with life so you don't hold on to all this baggage or all this dust that just gets swept under the rug and doesn't get spoke upon. Cause that's when life just gets heavy. You know, when you see people that are just looking tired and like kind of lost, you know, it's like, you know, they don't know how to release that. And fucking ayahuasca would take you on a fucking super high, super low fucking, and just hit you in every way and break you down to the real true soul person you are. So would you agree um like i did it late last year too as well wow. talking about this um i did three three nights wow. in joshua tree and like would you agree that it's good for anybody that feels like they're running from something oh 100 percent. because you have to face it there's you no get, oh yeah yeah that's and what, like on your way there <laughs> it already starts overcoming yes. you before you even get there i started feeling some crazy emotions and was just like holy shit yeah bro like what you're saying that's the first 
emotion I got where it's like pretty much what the fuck am I doing? Who is like, who are these people I'm with? What did I just drink? You know, it's like a bunch of all these situations where it's like, Hey motherfucker, only you could figure this out. You know, we're always so quick to, Hey, what, what do you want to eat? Or, um, what, what do you like? Or do you think this is cool? It's like, the root of it is what is going on with you. You know, your mom's not going to save you. Your girlfriend's not going to come get you. It's all on you. And once you accept that and understand that, I think that's when you fucking blast off and you go through your journey. Start, start purging. <laughs> yeah, bro. So it, it's a beautiful, beautiful insight. It's like a magic fucking, that's like, it's a secret almost, you know, it sounds so hectic, but Sacred. just this little root, you know, that might change your whole perspective on life and let you move a little smoother and just be cool, calm and collective throughout your days. It's a real release. Yeah, it is. It, it's, it's for some people, it's hard to cry. Oh yeah. I'm one of those people where it's like, I, even if I want to cry, it's like hard sometimes, yeah. but you go do that and like, you're going to do a little bit of everything mm -hmm. and it just, you feel light leaving. You're like, yeah. damn, it's like a high in itself, but it's not a high. You're not like fucked up yeah. or you don't like, it's not like a high in the sense of like uh, mushrooms or mm -hmm. something. It's so much True. different. Totally. You know? And you come back like completely normal, you know, you're just like, yeah. wow. I did two nights. So like yeah. three nights I fucked, man. I right. know that third night I was just like, <laughs> each night you're like fuck man like, yeah because it's not the funnest when you're throwing up and like no one Go really likes it. to 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 have that you know it's mm -hmm. it's uh it's something you like you said you're not going to get hooked on it because uh you really gotta like you know power through going just getting there to being like showing up and and then I was asking, like, man, why do I, why am I the type of person that even has to do? Oh, I don't have to go to this extreme to get to where I want to to be of like enlightenment and like to stop trying to suppress things mm -hmm. that are bothering me and just let it all out. But it's true. I think it's like for any person, it's the same way. And um, if you're going through shit in life and you've been doing stuff, uh, maybe drinking a lot, maybe smoking way too much mm -hmm. or anything like that, like go do some ayahuasca and let it out. And yeah. 100%. Everybody there in the room had different reasons they were there. And it made me get into perspective real quick. I'm like, wow, like my shit that I think is significant is like not, not that significant in this room right here. Yeah. You watch the bunch. people go through it af after you drink, right? Mm -hmm. And some people are screaming, some people are crying, <laughs> some people are throwing up. I mean, it's moaning, aching, just, uh, it's a whole lot. It's crazy. There's places people only dream of going. I've been there. And you could too. And I think I've even found a lot more respect for just the everyday person, you know, of like struggling, you know, or if so, if, you know, a random person I'm walking by is throwing up and they're going through it, I feel like now I could stand up and like, you know, be right there for them, you know, just because I know 
Bro, I was in the room with motherfuckers throwing up their souls, literally. Like, yeah. I remember I was in the state. I was like, you know, I, I would go through like stages where I'd be laying down, I'd get up. You know, the first day I would, my eyes were completely closed. I'm just like, you know, just seeing shit, dog. And at this time, I was like, I was like sitting with all my chiefs. I was like with the highest Indians, bro. And I was just like up, you know, like eyes completely closed though. I'm just like, I'm like hearing this dude across the way from me, just fucking, you know, you're, you hear people, but you're completely in your own zone. And I hear this dude just fucking throwing up his soul, dog. And I remember just like honoring it, like how gnarly it sounded. I'm just like, like, get that shit out, dog. Like, yep. it's okay, you know? Yep. So it was just like, it was a lot. And like you were saying, man, like, doesn't matter what you're going through. If you smoked your life away, if you drink, if you're an alcoholic, or if you had, you know, child problems growing up, whatever it was, man, we're all human and we all go through fucking major lows and crazy highs. And we don't know how the fuck to think, you know, it's like, we're just these, there's millions and billions of people just doing their shit, running over each other, trying to climb over each other any way they can. So obviously we're going to be hurt and damaged and abused throughout our journey, especially if you're like 25, 30 plus, you know, you went through some shit and that's where it's like, yeah, we got to go to fucking a ceremony to do ayahuasca and it might sound crazy, but these are the little steps we got to do to gain a lot more life. So we could continue being who we are instead of being fucking struck down and feeling all this guilt and resentment, whatever it is, you know, it's like fucking this. Everyone wants to, buy teslas and go to outer space and do all this and fucking go so fucking rock climbing and go exploring in big bear or big sir whatever the case is but you could kick back and take some tea and go on a whole fucking journey and really see life for what it is and have a full experience and actually gain some wisdom and confidence and you know, release all that resentment and just be a better person. So the release and resentment, that was one of my big takeaways that I had to learn. You know, when you're sitting there purging, they tell you to ask the, the medicine, what, what am I learning? What do I need to know? Mm -hmm. And it literally is crazy because something will pop up in your head and you'll realize like, damn, it, it's, that's true. That's, oh, yeah. I have to learn that. And, oh yeah. Uh, one of the things was like, um, like, taking drugs recreationally like mushrooms for instance like taking them and going to parties and stuff like that and just realizing like man all this shit's so sacred that if you misuse it you miss the whole point yeah you kind of ruin it for yourself that was a big takeaway i had that i realized that like even weed it's it's meant to be ceremonial it's yeah. meant to be sacred it is man. it's not meant to be wake up in the morning get blasted all day then re repeat because you lose the effects of the medicine yeah when you do that, your tolerance gets all out of whack. So mm -hmm. a lot and of I, takeaways from that experience, bro. It was crazy. That, that's and beautiful. By the third night, I feel you. I was like helping people that were throwing up and yeah. stuff. Like looking at them as like a warrior. Yeah. It's like, yo, you're, you're, you know, it's almost like you feel like you're a part of a, 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 a tribal experience. Mm -hmm. Oh, you, know? you are a hundred percent. Yeah. This, and it's, this goes back. It's like, crazy. You know, I'm sure you're, yeah. Your guru, your shaman was, yeah. you know, made you Amazing feel like music. this. Amazing music. They were dressed All up. the music's what takes you, you know? The music Shit would was fucking insane. take me straight down, dog, or straight up and just 
crying my whole fucking soul out or just yep. laughing my guts out, dog. I'll be fucking literally like the first time my first time my eyes were closed the whole time. So I'll go through moments where I'm like, you feel me talking to family, then I next moment I'm holding my grandma and just crying, dog, just like not letting her go, bro. And it's like so touching and just fuck, bro. I think I'm going in December this year, dog. Yeah. I think I need back, like, back I was to back ask, yeah. just to like hone in on it bro it's a good way to end the year it was special yeah and it was cool too because when i went for it i hit my dude up the um shaman that i got connected with i was like yeah i want to do this in like february you know i turned 30 i kind of want to like bring this in he's like well if that's the case you should come in december bring end the year right bring in the new year correctly you know i was like oh man all right i'll see you in december you know yeah. i hit up like five of my homies like yo I, I hit them up like before it was like, I don't know, probably August, you know, and I was like, yo boys, like I'm trying to go, you know, I've been plotting this. I'm going to go do ayahuasca. If you guys want to come, let's fucking do it. Everyone took like a month or two to get back to me. They're like, holy shit. Like, what do you mean dog? Like it's a lot. And yeah, bro, my homie Tristan, the homie Tori, the homie Reed and myself. Yeah. I think four of my, Three of my homies agreed to go and we all went and it was dope. It was fucking everyone wa walked away as chiefs and just ready to take over the, their lives. And to this day, everyone's just enhanced and leveled up. So it's good to see it. It makes sense too when he's saying like adolescence going into adulthood. It's almost like what Native Americans would do in some of these tribal cultures where mm. they would like walk about. True. Yeah. They send you out, so you sure. go do, right? It's like, that makes total sense when you spoke about it. You become a chief and Boom. are going to be a leader. You got to go out and it, it's really uh, like the women help take care of the men during it. Like it's very, mm -hmm. very tribal. It's so, super sacred, man. It's crazy. That's brings awesome. you back to your core, yeah. to roots yeah. of before our time. Yeah. yeah. Uh, how often does our one buddy do it? He like, like maybe once a year. Oh, it's okay. We have same. a good friend who who turned pack yeah, onto it, okay. and he's he does it like annually. A lot of people yeah. are scared, man. Every time they, they act like they'll never do it because, bro, you gotta face your motherfucking fears. Mm, gotta, no one wants to see the shell me a lot. You know, a lot. A it's lot. like, fuck, bro. You're gonna. I think it's gonna even make me like age different. It's gonna make me. <laughs> be younger and just I'm, I'm here bro i'm so in tune i feel like i'm 10 steps ahead of everyone you're not you carrying know? that baggage yeah that's gonna weigh you down and weigh on your soul everything yes i under it made me understand about just really serving we're put we're here on earth to serve each other and do good and um forgiveness you know i think a lot of people don't have forgiveness in in them you know they they don't think they're good enough to be forgiven and that's where you get fucked up bro you know it's okay to make mistakes only if you're able to learn from them and grow from them and be a better person than you were the day before you know does it make you a better businessman too yeah bro honest sure. definitely i don't take mm -hmm. things personal you know i definitely keep friendship and business separate and money you know you can't be money hungry when it comes to business so and I handle a lot of my own deals when it comes to collaborations or just, you know, contracts. I love being hands-on and, you know, I'm not the smartest dude. I dropped out in ninth grade and, you know, that's why I'm like still learning. I'm not, you know, I used to hate reading and writing and now, you know, I'm journaling every day, bro. I'm literally writing down all my thoughts, 
how I feel in the morning, my goals, what I'm thankful for, and my highlights throughout my day, just so I could like really see it. Manifesting. Yeah, manifest it and fucking just keep going, you know? That's so dope. You gifted us a journal. I'm impressed oh, yeah. by that, bro. Like there's, you're like in a lane of your own. Like, and I can see why now you've taken the necessary steps to full discovery process and like you're living out your passions. Yeah. You know, it's, it's like, it's, it's, just, it's awesome just even to be around that, you know, uh, someone that's enlightened, living out their passions and like just embracing all of it because it does help you. Like you were saying, it's hard to forgive. It's hard to forgive yourself. For some people, it's hard to forgive others yes. when they've been done 100%. wrong, right? I definitely struggle with that. And after it, I feel way more compassion for other people. But I think you're right. Like you got to keep following up and keep working towards it. It's not like a one and done thing. Yeah. It's a, it's a, it's a process and you know, you progress through it, but mm -hmm. bro, that's so dope. You did that for yeah. real. Yeah. Thank Anybody you, that's done that. I just, I put <laughs> a high level of respect for that because it does take, um, a brave person you gotta have courage to go do it and like you know face all your fears because everyone that sits in the room no one's gonna have the same experience yeah no one can tell you how your journey is gonna go that night because mm. i ask a lot of questions yeah. so i'm in there like yo so walk me through this yeah, yeah. so what's yeah. gonna happen next to me and i'm like how many times have you you know she's like oh this is your first time and i'm like so what's like she's like i'm it's it's Take different for everybody each time. I've yeah, never had one that time part. that was the same. And she did it like four times. And I was just like, holy fuck. Yeah. So I'm it's like, a, it's a dive within and you can't, you're not going to get out until what? Like six to eight hours. Yeah, you know? bro. Like, I was, you know? I couldn't, especially when I came out, I, everyone's like getting up. I'm, I'm literally still laying there. Just like trying to process it all. Like what the fuck happened? You know, like not scared. Just like, Body just so sore, body just pretty tensed up. I'm like, <sighs> you know, yeah. just like, just want to talk slow and just be there, you know? Almost hard to like look at your phone. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And come back to, you just feel like, man, I'm on a whole other frequency right now. Yeah. And I did, I don't know if your shaman told you, but at the end of our ceremony, they even like told us, like, you know, you're going to want to go back into the world and like share this and tell them about this. And, you know, you want to keep your calm at, at all costs, but you know, reality is going to come back. It's going to hit you. You're going to get loaded with, you know, chores, your job and just all life's anxiety. But, you know, just know like you could find it down, down deep. And I think that's what I do every morning. You know, when I pray, you know, I've, I pray to God himself, the Holy Spirit, Mother and Mother Aya, you know, every time Mother Aya is in my prayers just because I know how power, powerful she is. And I know there's just other gods out there, you know, and we don't really know who's out there, but I know there's a higher energy, you know, the universe, you know, the universe is in my prayers as well. You know, you got to thank the universe just for allowing space for us, you know, today, you know, mm -hmm. in the moment. and fuck man you gotta just appreciate it for what it is you know i i think i'm thankful i did ayahuasca yeah you know, i'm not pushing on anyone when the time's ready it'll call for you exactly you, it calls you you don't yeah. go after it you mm -hmm. feel called yeah which is it's crazy how true that is because people are telling me that when i told people like oh you know i'm gonna be away this weekend or whatever and was kind of telling a few people 
And they're like, oh man, you've been called. Like yeah. you got called to do that. And I'm mm-hmm. like, yeah, it's for sure. I feel like if you're struggling going through something and you get that connection or invitation, it's that's manifestation in itself. Like that wasn't just by coincidence of them. Like they don't market people to come to these things. <laughs> yeah, like, you no. have to like be in the know. Yeah, to, like, know. Come. Even who he gotta, invited. Yeah. I'm sure there was purpose behind like, I'm sure. going to invite these people because oh, yeah. I think they would get something out of oh, this. 100%, man. Was 100%. one of them Tori Pudwell? No. Okay. Wish, you said Tori. Bro. I just yeah, had to yeah, ask. Yeah. I was no, like, Tori's my lady's brother. Okay. He's just, he's so spiritual. You know, he really pushes um, just being you 100%, you know, being, finding the pit within yourself and just being grounded. And I see what he does on social media. He talks to the people and I was like, you know what? This is my fucking dude right here. Then um, my homie Reed Stark, he's a pro BMXer. He's fucking trippy as fuck. You know, he is a dude who, you know, if I'm going on a camping trip or I, I need some adventure in my life, you know, I'm going to tap in with Reed and he's the same age as me. And he's gone through a lot in life. And I knew, I just knew he would love it, you know? So <laughs> He, he was the one who was like, hold on, bro. Like, this is crazy. Like, let me think about it. But wild is one. Yeah. 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 It's, it's, Uh, that's a big journey to take for a lot of people. And that's, that's why I'm coming this year. I need to do it. I need to do it, it, bro. Bro. I haven't eaten mushrooms in, you know, 10 years before that 40 times. Unless it's purposeful and I feel called to do that. Like I, that was one of my biggest lessons. And you learn these lessons as you're like purging in a bucket, yeah. just thinking like, yeah, like, yes, ma'am, I, I understand. Like, yeah. I, I, yes, I get it. Like, and then once, once you truly understand the lesson and get the lesson, you stop purging. Yeah. That's how crazy it is. And if you are being negative or in denial, you're going to keep purging oh, yeah. until you get it. Accept it. It's almost <laughs> it's like something has to come you. out for something to come in. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's Very interesting. Really crazy. Yeah. You know, and it's moving all that energy. So we're right here, our favorite place to go. You know, where the pros go to grow at Grow Generation. Over 60 stores nationwide, either in store or online. Use our code First Smoke 10. Family, get online if you're shopping for grow goods, First Smoke 10, or in store anywhere in the US. Tell them the First Smoke family sent you. We'll see you there. But man, yeah, I know we could get going on that for a whole damn episode. <laughs> yeah. People are like, you guys need to talk about skateboarding. <laughs> you ate um, mushrooms on Dope as Yola podcast. Yeah. Dude, I, I was like, I was what? Like, I took mushrooms right before I went on there. <laughs> and I was just like, I was just feeling good, dude. I take like a little, I was gonna take yeah. a microdose this morning, but I was like, I kind of been on like a sh- strict path of past like week, you know, I haven't been smoking throughout. I started smoking at five o'clock throughout my days, but you know, I'm on first smoke of the day. So we definitely smoking today, <laughs> but yeah, man, you know, just, just what we were talking about. You can't, everything's about moderation, you know? And I go through, I just got back from a camping trip and I was literally smoking my life away just cause I was out camping, you know, but it was good. I was in tune. I didn't have to worry about my phone. I was at the hot springs. I was finding, you know, I was just on adventure. So when I got back though, I'm like, all right, dude, let me, let me just chill on smoking. I've been fasting till five o'clock and everything, everything happens at five now, food and smoke. So that's just what it is. <laughs> no, I like that balance. What, what helps you? Cause I got a, I got a hard time with moderation for sure. I do mm-hmm. the same thing where I like have to just abstain for a little bit. Cause I'm like, all right, 
it's hard for me to go one or the other. But what are some some things that help you stick to that when you tell yourself something like that's law? That's what's going yeah. down. I think just the my word, you know, like <laughs> back to the the old days, man. Word is bond, you know. <laughs> Consistency is key. That I've realized, you know, nothing is gonna get done unless you want it to get done. You know, if you want to see a change in whatever lane you're going in, it's up to you. It's so easy to cheat and say you're doing it and say you're doing this when you're really not. It's like, bro, that's, you know, the, the looks don't lie. You know, it's a, like, I'll be telling people, man, it take, it took a long time for me to get to where I am now, you know, even with like, you know, I used to sip lean, do Xanax, just all this dumb shit where I'm just like feeling 50, like, like 50% of myself, you know? Yep. So whatever lane I'm going in, like, dude, I just started eating red meat in January after five years, you know, I went cold Turkey is, you know, you know, when, I'm, when I was 25, I was like, you know what? I've been eating meat for fucking 25 years, dog. Like, let me, let me see how long I could go without it. But my goal was five years. When I'm 30, I'll start eating red meat again. Boom, bro. Five years went by like that, you know, and especially after that discipline, bro, I could do anything. You know, last year I stopped smoking for eight months Went, I wanted to do it for like two months, went way past it, then smoked for eight months, you know, got back on it. So I think just knowing that you want to do it and keeping your word and looking at, I hate saying like looking in the future because I love staying in the present, but you got to understand like, yeah, I'm. 30 now, but I'm about to be 35 like that, you know? Yep. So what do I need to do now? So I feel like I'm 30 when I'm 35. And those are just the little things I throw in my head. You know, I gas my own self up. Like, don't need that. And I have, I won't say a lot of friends in my life, but I got people in my life that cap, you know, say they're doing something when they're really not doing it or posting stuff on social media or Instagram when that shit was last week, you know, I'd be thinking yeah. to myself, just like, bro, I'd be doing so much shit that I'd be posting on my stories where it's like, I do all this in one day. Like yep. a lot of people don't believe that I do this shit or people ask like, if I run my, in if someone else runs my Instagram, like <laughs> I literally do all this shit because I'm structured. I wake up at five, between five and six to make sure I could do all this shit. And I'm not like cutting any corners in between because I'm, tr I have this direct goal that I'm trying, like trying to fill and show other people it's possible. So this consistency and not slacking, bro, like being truthful with yourself, you know, it goes back to That's ayahuasca, bro. You can't, you know, I want to ask for forgiveness when I fuck up. I'm not going to ask for forgiveness while I'm doing these little petty lies, even if it's like, to make myself feel better or to my, to make myself look better to other people. Like that's out. It's, there's too much fake madness in this world. So I'm like, I'm trying to be that 1% that's fucking hard body with my goals, you know? And you know, you can't even, you know, with structure, man, you can't make that shit up when you, when you do it, that's when you feel the best, bro. And it's like, you can't make it up. Yeah. If you're keeping it real with yourself, I feel like you unlock a new level of life. Mm. and people around you can kind of sense it and feel it like and and to get back to when you say people post and shit and they did that the other week man that fucks up my trust for people yeah, honestly duh. i look at them different a little bit and not trying to judge but in the sense of like is that the only thing they're fucking not keeping it real about it just yeah. makes me start to question shit 
And I realized that I realized that I've been the type of person that I'll keep it real with everyone around me. But then if I'm not keeping it real with myself, I, I still fail. Yeah. Like I still miss the whole point. Mm-hmm. That's the worst part, you know? So, and it's hard. It's hard to fucking keep it real with yourself and like be consistent and be disciplined and mm-hmm. be like, this is what I'm doing. This is, I'm sticking with it. I'm not going to stop until I either say it's cool to stop or I reach my goal and yeah. then keep going and keep moving. Yeah. So man, shout out to you, moving. bro, for, for making it happen. Cause it's, it's one in a million, mm. you know, they the really people is, that are really man. built so like it's that. It's that 1% dog. It's like, people want, people don't want to wake up early. And like me and my boy always say, man, you're going to deal with being disciplined now. Or are you going to deal with being disappointed when you're older? Either, mm. either way, you're going to have to go through it, you know? So I like that's that. like one thing where I'm like getting out. I'm like, all right, look, I got to just be disciplined now. So I ain't disappointed while I'm older because it's going to be a lot harder while I'm older. So it's, it's putting that work. They, there's a saying, it's uh, do what's hard and life is easy. Do what's easy and life is hard. Mm, damn. And that shit, like, <laughs> that's, that's what, I'm, that's I, what like I think that. about when you say that is that, it's true. Either you're going to have discipline in your life or you're going to be disappointed later. That's, that's uh, some true shit right there. Yeah, bro. I think living with regret would be one of the worst ways to end your life, like to, to get older mm-hmm. and you have all regret where you think about what if, yeah, you know, and all these things that you didn't do. So starting out, man, I mean, a boo Johnson's making it happen. And, yeah. No, mm-hmm, anyone can real, make it happen. You know? dog. You know, I come from a little town, Tehachapi, California, you know, it's, it's, it's only two, two and a half hours outside of LA, but it's a small little mountain town, bro. And, you know, little country boy had big dreams, you know, years later, moved to Long Beach and kind of just found my way, bro. Like no one in my family was on like a spiritual guide or no one really was, you know, my mom was a little hippie lady. My dad's a straight gangster. And, you know, I'm, I'm, I found my lane in between, you know, and anyone else can too. Just don't like having resentment against your mom, your dad, your family. It's like, you got to be able to move on and figure out who the fuck you are. We're all born here. We're all, we're all, um, we're all in charge the, of our own um, source and our own system, you know? So like you said, bro, if I could do it, anyone could do it, man. It sounds con- cliche, but you got to just hone in, bro, and get it while you can, bro. We only got one life, so don't let, like, a crazy, dramatic situation happen for you to switch up your life. You got to just do it. You know, whatever you want, go fucking get it. What got you into skateboarding? Um, You know, I was a little Rocket Power kid growing up. Yeah. Skating, scootering, <laughs> biking, soccer, football, baseball, fucking... You know, I, I loved it. I'm a very active person, you know, and your family supported that. Oh, mom's was all about it. Pops was all about yeah. it. You know, my pops wanted me to be a football player. So, mm-hmm. you know, I was I was honed into all that. But honestly, like my little brother and his homies, they were really going in on skating. They're just making shit look cool. My mom was taking them to contests, doing all this awesome stuff down south. And I wanted, I wanted a piece of that. I was like, yo, what the <laughs> fuck? I'm over here in Tashby doing like the same shit every day. You know, I've been playing football every year now. And they're going to see me Valley, San Diego, checking out all these hot spots, meeting new homies. And yeah, I eventually like jumped on board. My mom signed me up for Castle Contest. 
or yeah, it was called Castle. Started going to the contest with my little bro, this and that, and kind of just stuck with it. My little brother was sponsored by Pal Peralta. He told them like, yo, my, you know, my older brother skates too. They start hooking me up with boards and it was just, you know, a tumble effect from there. We just got it going. So that's, been on the board ever since. That's crazy. Your younger brother too. Yeah. It's reverse. Nah, Isaiah was a beast, bro. Like he just, he, you know, he's the middle child. So he had me, my older brother to kind of like look up to and he kind of just, he was able to nitpick all the good and he just <laughs> took all the good in and he was just a young beast that just knew he was smooth you know he, he's very just knows everything so um what was I, the learning curve like trying to learn how to skate was it like did you feel uh, like you picked it up quick or were you like no, this is tough yeah no skateboarding skateboarding has skateboarding has always been so tough for me man like still to this day you know i'm not that dude who just jumps on the board and you know obviously i got my go-to old faithful tricks but when it comes to like learning new tricks like i'm fucking in the field and just going back and forth bro fucking it could be it could be a 10-hour session or it could be a fucking 48-hour session where i gotta come back and put in that work to figure out how to do it but that's what i love about myself you know it's if it's hard i'm doubling down bro and with when it came to my sponsors, they were all about it. You know, they're like, bro, I'm gonna take you on every trip because no matter what the spot is, you're trying something on it. You know, even if I'm not rolling away and landing, I'm fucking giving 110%. So that was kind of like me and my skate crib, like, you know, this shit ain't gonna come easy. You know, mama never mm -hmm. said it was gonna be easy. So let's put this work in and put the time in and keep, keep it flowing. When did weed come in? About the same oh, time, like I was saying, bro, <laughs> Mama Johnson, she's she's a little hippie lady, so getting into her stash. Oh, bro, the zig, <laughs> like we even got the papers here. We got elements, draws, but she was on the zigzags, dog. Yep. Like mm. she always, always since I could remember, you know, as a little doobie doing her thing, just no crutch, just OG, and that's kind of where I jumped on my first pal trip. We went across country, like. From, you know, LA based up to Oregon, Washington, right before Canada. And that whole trip, I remember I went to my mom's little stash, <laughs> grabbed a little handful and rolled. Literally, I, I went to the field and rolled a bunch of, I remember I was in the field just rolling <laughs> a bunch of little pinners. And I put them like in a little tube. And that was like the my really first time kind of like smoking on a skate trip trying to hide it from my team manager this and that but um yeah bro just honestly started smoking because i was stealing grams from my mom bro and been you know i've been on papers ever since i never was the person to roll blunts or this or that you know so fuck man big shout out to moms <laughs> but like it little she, down the did line did she notice you were starting to she never even noticed dog because she'll get like fat fat little yeah. packs you know that'll last her all month so i'm just, yeah. i'm young you know so i'm just probably like a a little more than an eighth or maybe a quarter but like out of like you know maybe a qp like oh okay. she wasn't really noticing like yeah. that and she had a bunch of kids running around so yeah. she wasn't or she might have i never really <laughs> talked it, to her about was it, it uh some chronic 
Or what? It was like, it was definitely some Reggie, bro. Like some, it some wasn't, Wrigley. it was like still on the big old stem looking oh, yeah. like I got it from Jamaica or something, but that shit was hidden. Like, yeah, back then I thought that shit was so fucking like just potent. Yeah, dog, like, it was nice. Cause that was like, the day the, you're knocked out. It's just straight, almost organic weed. You know how it's supposed to be before we start getting all these flavors from up North, but it was cool, man. And, to this day, you know, I bless my mom with ounces just because yeah, I'm like, yeah, you yeah, got, you got a pay her back. I don't know if you know this, but you know, she's mom, proud. You got the strain and everything. all the weed you can smoke on because I definitely swooped a couple ounces when we were younger. For yeah. sure. They're like, where's Bowie? I walked off into the woods. Yeah. Yeah. He's in the field. See him out there in the field? Yeah, smoking. Yeah, mom's definitely new, but um she she always used to say too though you know i'd rather you guys smoke at the house and like being outside on some bullshit and getting caught up you know yeah and little, does, little did she know you know weed's legal and everyone's smoking man it's, it's good for the soul <laughs> you're like the face of cannabis and skateboarding like colliding man i i i, I hate to like say that but you know i definitely like collab the world a little yeah. more everyone's been everyone you know, all skaters are stoners, you know, but they probably just didn't publicize it like that. I remember when I was first, like, going up on Instagram, you know, just every post, I'm smoking, big raw this. Yo, what up? It's Blackleaf. I'm here at Grow Generation, and guess what? Drip Hydro storming the market. All the best growers I know are switching to it. And guess what? There's a reason, because it's preserving terps. I keep hearing that, preserving terps. And that's why we're here with Sunshine, facility advisor, facility manager, overall the man with Drip Hydro. Listen to why it's different, man. What's going on, guys? Sunny here with Drip Hydro. Thing is, at the end of the day, we just wanted to make a simple, clean, cost-effective nutrient line that nobody has really seen on the market right now. Nobody uses really our chelation formulas, uh, the micronutrients that we have pulled to make this line is really just what makes it overall bringing that consistency and quality back to what we want to see in growing herb again and overall at the end of the day it's still really light on your wallet it's a five-part nutrient line and again if you're not staying sterile or you have a big facility and you don't want to run rock wool and you want to run a mix of cocoa with an enzyme or something you don't even have to run flow with it so at the end of the day it's just saving you money on your wallet while bringing the consistency and the quality of terps back we wanted to bring the terps back and bring the soul back to growing versatility cost effective and quality i mean what else can you ask for drip hydro first smoke of the day blackleaf approved peace big raw that i was on mountain dew smoking you know and people were just tripping you know getting so upset that I wouldn't stop posting it. But I'm just like, bro, this, this is part of me. You know, like, deal with it. And, you know, this shit's about to be legal soon. <laughs> you were on it heavy now. from the beginning and promoting it. And then did you put together the DGK Raw collab? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I had a bro. feeling out. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, Josh is my my dog. And we, we've been um, boys for quite some time now. And, you know, what was the first thing we did? What was the first collection we did? Wasn't the tray? It looked like a skateboard. The yeah, tray. no, we did the skateboard. And then tray. you did the skateboard that looked like a pack of papers. Yeah, yeah, that shit was that man, shit was we'll hard. Work as on fun. another one right now. I think we did two collections with them. But anyways, yeah, Josh, he's you know he's all into skateboarding, so you know he gave me that opportunity to um, bring DGK on board, and 
like we were saying, he also gave me that rolling tray that blew my mind. That thing was selling like hotcakes. I think it's it's still available to this day too. So, fuck man, another creative Huge. dude that oh, embraces yeah. people and shit. Oh, are you it's kidding cool me? He's like comes up with so much shit. He's a fucking innovator, bro. Yeah. He's knocking down walls when it comes to this weed shit, and it sucks too because there's so many motherfuckers out there that try and sue him for this and that and. You know, bro, we're just trying to smoke and he's trying to supply the the best smoking materials for the people. But a lot of haters out there trying to take you down. So he he's I give it to him, man. He's consistent. Been doing his thing for real. One of the only rolling papers that actually connects with the youth and yeah. cares. A lot of the other companies are two, three hundred year old companies that yeah. still have similar like you just wonder like who's for us? Yeah. Who's yeah. who's paying attention to you know that there's weed going in these, not tobacco from 1893. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like true. there's a different smoking, like the even the size of the papers people are using or how thick they they want to roll a fat one and a short one or a short one and a long one. You know, like Raw all these different variations. Yeah. yeah. What are you rolling up, bro? Um, you know, we smoking the Bouge Sweet Tooth. You know, I brought one for you guys too. But people so need to know that. about that. Yeah. yeah the first man. it was the laughing gas. Now we got the sweet now tooth dropping. Sweet tooth, man. It's what? Larry OG runts, I heard you say. Yes, sir. Then um, yeah, man, we we got it going. We we're in a few um smoke shops. We just got into Catalyst out there in Long Beach. And yeah, man, I've been wanting to drop my own strain for quite some time now, but it's just, you know, the weed industry is so it's you know I like smoking other people's shit you know I I'm I'm a, I'm a skater and I I didn't want to jump in the weed industry and like yo got my own shit but I don't know it was just that time and you know we smoking no matter what we smoking good I just don't I just hate jumping in new industries and trying to like not take over but just flaunt my shit like, you know if people know about it people know about it you know if you want to smoke it smoke it but I'm not here to like push it on people you know yeah well and that, and that's how it, it's like you got passion for it you live it mm. so you should have your own strength you should be working with a cultivator to have your own shit that you enjoy smoking and putting people that normally wouldn't be involved in the weed industry into the weed industry like we need yeah. more of that true You're we need right. more collaboration we need more love we need more passion between people that not everyone has to have grown for 25 30 years 50 yeah. years whatever you know what i'm saying it's we need a collaboration of all types of people involved in this that's what smoking was originally about yeah true like literally like grab your skateboard meet up with the homies smoke and then oh football practice later meet up with those <laughs> homies smoke you know yeah, what i'm saying yeah, and yeah. then it, it's and like the weekends go out with all my real degenerate homies and get in some trouble <laughs> and smoke you know and it's like it that was the thing is it brought everyone together true it wasn't about like you over there and you over there it was about like oh yeah we all smoke Oh, most of my homies, one of my favorite things was like putting people together that normally wouldn't be together. Mm -hmm. They're like, yo, this dude's crazy. Yeah, it's like, yeah, yeah that's yeah, my yeah, homie yeah. who grows mushrooms. He's been growing mushrooms for 15 years. You know, and then, and then he's around a bunch of other people. Like, I'm sure you get around a lot of different people because you have 15 different brands. I read 12 different brands that you've collabed with. Plus you were in modeling. Yeah, yeah. Bro. <laughs> I think that's like the coolest thing when I, even like this situation, you know, I'm like, damn, never met these homies, but like, let's go see what's good. But I love being in uncomfortable situations for that moment because you never know who you might meet and you don't know who might be your next good homie, you know? And I think I love that you said that, bro, because a lot of people, 
don't like going out and just being in like a situation where you got to conversate and like bro out with new people. And I think that's the coolest shit in the world because, you know, like we we're saying earlier, brothers, millions and billions of people in this world. It's like, why not try to connect and vibe with as many people as you can, bro? Make your mark and um, make sure everyone, everyone's feeling like how they should feel, bro. Because, you know, like I, I like to say there's a lot of evil and a lot of a lot of evil and bad in this world, but I think the good's winning. And in those situations, you got you got prove to other people how many good people there are out there. You know, said like, oh, this dude's weird, or this dude gross mushrooms. Like, I don't know about him. Hang out, catch a vibe, smoke one or two, and let, let's see where it goes. You know, you, you might just meet your your next best friend. Yeah, and it's funny how you actually learn a lot about yourself being around other people. Mm. you're like why why do i feel this way when i'm around this person and they're different than me yeah or why do i feel this way when i hang out with people that aren't in the same space as i am you know yeah. it's 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 a lot of reflection it's, it's uh pack puts me on a lot of that he's been big on the meditating and the iowa like a lot of the stuff you were speaking about earlier and it's it's enlightened me a lot yeah. I, I, you hear me repeat a lot of stuff to you that you told me you know because i i take it, it in and yeah, yeah you like, know while you're living your life it's business is tough yeah and working with friends, which is most of what you do, it seems like. Mm -hmm. I mean, always, bro. bro. And I think that's the situation. Yeah, I thought those Dude, are spy big shout out to bro. Spy. Like that's another thing, bro. I've been, bro. My uncle used to rock Spies all the time. <laughs> I thought he was, like, <laughs> I thought he was uh, goofy, when I saw the Spies, know? I was like, no way. Yeah. So we yeah. did this crazy collaboration. But one second, back on like hanging out with other people, yeah. this and that. Like, bro. We all got to understand that we all have our own anxiety when it comes to it. Like, that's just what it is. You know, you got you to gotta embrace that, breathe it out, and just, like, move on. You know, try, like, figure out what makes you comfortable to be in those situations. Whatever it is, be weird and get comfortable, you know, because, you know, people are going to judge you no matter what. So try to just fucking yourself. ease your way in and let you let let yourself know that it's okay to be uncomfortable and you know, let's carry on. Let's try, let's try like make this, this situation a little different than the last situation, you know? Yeah. It's cool to be you. Yeah. Only one of you. So, and I, People not forget. to get, keep going back to it, but that's something that ayahuasca helps you do become better is to be yourself mm -hmm. and to be cool being yourself. yourself. Yeah. it's like that, man, there's, uh, there's already, you know, everything you need's within you. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Get that thing light, lit up. First split for the yeah. day, ladies and gentlemen. Like they, what? like so, they like to say, man. First smoke of the day. This is the best one. It is. Yeah, it's the best it one. is though. You have great conversations. My, I don't know though, bro. That's why, I, even on podcasts, I I dis and I hate. I try not to say hate anymore. I dislike smoking just because, bro. I'm a stoner, so I start <laughs> fucking repeating stuff. I start stuttering. Rambling. I, yeah, yeah, I forget yeah. what I'm talking about. Let's Brain farts. <laughs> so if I start fucking moving a little slower, just know I got the bougie you gas the, in my You want to be the first one. They just got to light, <laughs> light up one. with us so that we're yeah. all on the same page. Yeah, everybody yeah, get it. We're in this together. Everybody Come watching on. at home right now, go ahead and get it lit. <laughs> but yeah, me and my boys be talking about it all the time. So like the... First smoke of the day. I love that because 
honestly, it's the highest I'm going to be all day, you know, other than the next one, I'm just trying to keep up and maintain that first high that I, I hit when I smoked that first flip, <laughs> you know, other than that, I don't really get higher. I'm just smoking. And that's why I find myself abusing weed. Cause yeah, if you were Bujay, bro, we rolling J's back and we just rolling just to roll it. You know, my homies be like, damn, hold on, bro. Like, this like, shit's still going. That's why I drop my own shit. <laughs> yeah. need, a more, need a more weed. We For need real. all that, need that shit, shit around so. me all the time. Oh, one of the original collaborators with Raw. I mean, yeah. they, they don't do a lot of collabs. You're, and you're, I mean, in the exactly. athletics department, you might State be one of the only ones. Yeah. Yeah, I think we might drop a paper too. Dude. You know, and fuck dude i'd be huge you know because yep. one the only person i really got clap is big dog wiz you know yep el jefe over there fucking big <laughs> you link up with wiz and fuck with wiz yeah i've linked up with wiz a i few can see times, you guys bro. kicking in shit what about wayne Lil wayne wayne yeah we can it's i connect with wayne he, a few times he doesn't get really credit but man He's he the merged the hip-hop <laughs> and skateboarding world like like no other. He's the goat when it comes to like he had everybody wearing vans, yeah. truck he fucking yeah, yeah. I mean yeah. It, he's doing his thing. Honestly, that dude, true pioneer, bro. He's, he's just like he's a legend, bro. When it comes to a lot of shit, he is one of the oh, when it comes What's, to tattoos, smoking, music, drink, music, whatever it is, man. You better respect. What, what's it like you. skating with him? It's cool, you know. He's like I've been on a few sessions with him. And it's kind of crazy because he don't, he's a night crawler. So he's not mm -hmm. coming out until three, four in the morning, you know? So you go into a skate spot at three, four in the morning, you know, they, and he'll have the homies light up the spot. Then he's pulling up, you know, and he, he's checking out the spot. You know, he got his security guards, he got his personal roller rolling up blunts for him. And then he gets his, gets his little session going and, gets on or if he goes to the local skate park or p rods park or something the barracks you know he's pulling up to the park three four o'clock getting it in and so he he just moves different you yeah. know i'm yeah. asleep <laughs> at 10 o'clock so Yo. you ain't gonna really catch me on those sessions but yeah. all well, the boys be skating with him does all the music time. all night and then comes to it or you think he just wakes up at that time and then i think he probably does a little music i think oh no dude i'm thinking he sleeps all day then probably yeah. wakes up at like 11 yeah. you know gets his shit yeah. going maybe listen to some of his music then he's like shit let me hit up the homies see who's up Four o'clock, you know, only Emil and Keelan Dad are gonna answer. You know, the homie Phil, he be filming him and shit. So they're on a whole different time zone. So it's hard for me to comprehend what's going on with Wayne. <laughs> I knew he was serious when they're showing his Miami mansion. He's got a skate park on the roof. Yep. Oh yeah. And then the homies from New Smyrna, uh, one of our buddies from back was like, had a skate shop and was like, used to hear like, oh, this dude, he's going to the skate shops. He's oh, popping yeah. up like the local skate shops. When yeah. he's Support. into something, he's obsessed Sick. with it. Yeah. And you got to think about how long he's been doing this shit for. Like oh. Wayne, when he jumped in it, he was it's already 30 plus. Yeah, so imagine jumping into skating and really like being about it. You know, he's yeah. really, he's still doing it to this day. They gave him a, his own pro board. You know, yeah, I saw that. Tori Pudwell and all those boys yeah. like, He's good you know, too. It's not like he's a professional, like that fucking good, but he got the passion as a professional skateboarder. He's he could have jumped in the skate industry, ran it up, did his little truck fit thing, and shout out a few skaters and got on. Yeah. Bro, he's still pulling up to. He just yeah, he did a music quit. video on P Rod's P 
few rods park with all the skate homies in the back you know so that's dope he's still doing it and that's the that's where you get my respect you yeah. know like, merging worlds oh, the amount it. of hate he had to have gotten for so long people and then to push through it. that though and be like nah i love this i don't care what people say and then now where it's just like oh yeah wayne skates that's the you know it's it's <laughs> yeah, a cool yeah. it's a cool to see like the hero uh curve right where everyone's yeah. like ah, rah, rah. it has a lot to say and then later they're just like yeah he's man dude loves it yeah dude did a lot for this sport you yeah. can't knock it bro you can't nah, knock yeah. the hate you can't knock yeah. it when it's it's true you know yeah and he's like it's not some phase or fad because i mean growing up I'll, I'll admit like of course i was skateboarding and like <laughs> but i could yeah. call it a fad because <clears throat> i didn't stick with it or whatever you know what i mean yeah so, but that's cool too bro that's what makes skating so you gotta cool see what you like someone someone throughout your life or including yourself skate it you know and that's why skateboarding is so cool it's like oh yeah i did that when i was younger you know my cousin be skateboarding yeah so shit just to say you jumped in it for a minute you know it's not meant for any, everyone skateboarding is hard as fuck bro mm -hmm. staying on that Literally. board taking those falls getting back up you know you you ain't got no coach to teach you how to place your foot or how to fucking jump off that 20 stair that's all you mental bro you got to figure you that out hard from way. the start You'll never forget it though. Like my first pair of Etnies and then my first Menace board, right? And then going uh -huh. to the skate shop and it was called The Family. Yeah. And then being around, it was like your first inclusiveness where I was like with the homies. I yeah. felt like we're watching the videos together. We would literally just hang out. It was uh, like its own world. It yeah, really yeah. is, bro. That's why skateboarding is like, it's like you said, like we would shop bring the, was called family. Like what? You feel connected when you tap in with your skaters, you know? It's like we're all like underdogs coming together and just being to really bullshit, bro. It's like the birth of streetwear almost. Oh, it really is. Like the yeah. way it came out of that, where like For I sure. start to look back with the Spitfire, you'd want to wear the shirt or World Industries, right? Shirt, and yeah. it was like all the stuff that was like, yo, that, I got to. Yeah, the World Industries was crazy. Oh, that whole yeah. wave. Bro, and then when hookups hit mm. and hookups was like, oh, shit, like. Are they going to, like, are my parents cool with, like, I was trying to get that board, but no one was feeling like, yeah. that's the one you want with the half-naked girls? Like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know? Yeah, yeah bro. How no. do you work your collabs, bro? Because you have so many, like, I, we've only spoke to a few people like Rick Ross. Okay. Who are able to live all these collabs out mm -hmm. and have multiple products besides your own stuff going on. Yeah. Um, I have no fucking idea, honestly. It just like, it just works. Go with your intuition. You know? I go with my intuition, whatever I'm feeling, you know? But like now, since these clouds are happening more often, I'm like kind of sitting back and like thinking about like, damn, dude, I could really, you know, maybe next level I'm helping design a BMW with my homie Mikey or that's just like fire. Insane. But you, you don't know what these little clouds could lead up to. And they honestly just start started organically you know when on instagram i kind of just like posted a lot of stuff other than skateboarding you know skateboarding was always my thing but like i said growing up i was a little rocket power kid i loved doing a bunch of other stuff and fucking skating is awesome but no one's paying me enough to like be stoked where i'm just like i just want to skate you know so i started just posting like some cool images of myself you know just in some fly gear this and that put it, try to put my pieces together. And, you know, next thing you know, I got random people hitting me up in my DMs and I, I kind of just knew like how to play it from just working out my skate deals when I was younger, you know, um, just speaking up, telling them like 
my future goals and what what I'm, you know, what I'm trying to um align with myself so I could be a better better person and to elevate whatever I got going on in my circle. It was never like um just like being a being whatever they want to do. You know, I always had my little input. I think having your own input kind of like gases the light on um the collaboration. People get stoked and like, "Okay, cool. Like let, let's work." So should just start coming, bro. I just start piecing it together and trying doing my best on what would um, fit me without going too far where it's like, oh, this dude's a sellout, you know? It kind of, mm-hmm. you know, got to keep organic and I don't know, man. It just, it just goes and it's fun because I, I never really had, you know, I got a financial manager that helps me with all my, like, my, my um, checks coming in, my bills, this and that. but no one's really saying, all right, look, boo needs this much. You know, I kind of like playing both sides, but I do got a um, modeling agency and they run all those deals for me. But like when it comes to like people hitting me up or me reaching out to people for a JHF collab or pharmacy board shop collab or a Bujay collab, you know, like, like even spy, bro, you know, i ran into the randomest dude, Aldrin, and he happened to be the spy marketing dude i was like yo i fucking love these glasses you know do you think i could get a little box and from getting a little box sent out to me we started talking next thing you know we got you know a colorway with the logan and did a full party fucking fire just created something cool for the summer classic you know and now we like bro. you know spy so classic keeping it fast and living living beyond the frame so well and wrapping it around your life yeah i saw you got a you have your own ice cream flavor. Oh, I from did Long from Long Beach my, Creamery. Yeah, bro, I did. I did that for my birthday. You know, shit like that. Where I'm just going into the ice cream shop every day. I'm like, yo, I fucking love you guys. Like, you know, I'm not asking for any discount or anything, and just like giving them huge shout outs too. Just like you know, but with me, I'm not looking at like my followers are massive. I'm just like, yo, best ice cream ever. Then when you know, I was like, came to them like, yo, it's my birthday. You know, we're having a party at, um at Diamond Supply Co. on Fairfax. I was saying, if you guys would be down to whip up an ice cream for me. They're like, oh, let's do it. We'll put in the shop. Like, I was just wanting it for my party, you know, and just like labeling it. Next thing you know, they want it in all the shops and this and that. I didn't even take any money, you know? A lot of these deals, I'm just like, fuck, dude, let's just throw JHF on there and let's run it, you know? Because I'm not money hungry and these plays are going to come as long as, you know, you just keep it genuine and you do it for the right reasons. So like little shit like that, bro. It just it just ha- it starts out as like a little joke, and next thing you know, you're fucking creating something for the world. <laughs> but it's dope for the the Boo Johnson brand to like all encompassing, right? It becomes bigger than just skateboarding, bigger than just even you. It's, yeah. It becomes this thing where it's like I mean, you can eat the ice cream, you're riding the board, <laughs> you're wearing the glasses. I mean, you have a, your own Bones and Swiss deal. Yeah. I mean, Bones Wheels. Bro, oh, the classic know, ass brand, bro. At the DGK all DGK day. DGK all day, baby. Yeah. And it's cool. Like, shout out Nikki Diamond. He's recently hit me up and he's like, yo, we should, you know, he got his weed company. He's like, yo, we should do, you know, the Boo Jays, you know, let's just make Jays and it'll be the Boo Jays. I'm like, oh, well, fuck. There goes a million dollar idea right there, dog. So it's like, people just, you know, Good homies just looking out and just thinking bigger than um, thinking outside the box, you know, outside the circle and just 
wanting, wanting to create and fuck bro it's i'm honored to make these collabs happen and you know life's short <laughs> you know i got this window right now mm-hmm. i know it's not gonna last forever so just try to do as much stuff as i can and just keep it going you know without like getting too like stuck in the moment you know i hate or no no being stuck in the moment not like being stuck in the future like oh yeah you know future earnings what can i do for next year what can yeah enjoying what you have going on right now exactly bro and just taking it step by step invest in yourself yes is that what the pharmacy is yeah we got the pharmacy board shop in long beach if if everyone if you're in cali go to long beach the pharmacy it's it's you're partnered in it or you're yeah. your shop yeah i par- partnered in it so pharmacy board shop you know all the skaters should know you know that was my first sponsor growing up out there in palmdale um and yeah like i said i grew up in tashby so palmdale was like the closest city that i could go to like a six skate shop and like you said be tapped in i was always going to a shop just to be there bro like videos playing on the wall fucking meeting all type of all type of homies from the AV and just being tapped in, bro. I felt cool as fuck. Then whatever, years later, moved to Long Beach, been holding it down there for 15 years. And they came to me about six years ago, like, yo, you know, you guys want to, you want to open a shop out there? I'm like, what? <laughs> Let's go. You know, yeah. I got all my boys in there working and it's, it's, that's home. That's home base. I literally live a block away. So I'm over there all the time tapping in and you know i'm there for the youth too bro we got so many young kids that remind me of myself where i'm just like i'm a sweetheart too so like homies come in with their boards all fucked up i'm like you know i'm hooking homies up dog like here goes a board bro go get some fucking clips stay out of trouble you know you know i i I just try to look out for as many people as i can and um try to put myself in their shoes for that moment and just try to understand what they need to be better, bro. And it's a blessing to be able to do that, especially like in a skate shop where kids already feel back on what we're saying. You already feel like you're entering something different. And, you know, all the people that work there bring this energy to make you feel like, damn, bro, I kind of want to be, I want to come back here and hang out. You know, we got the homies working, homies be smoking. It's like, it's a vibe, man. You know, everyone's keeping it cool, calm, and collective. And, it's just a blessing to be able to be in that position to um, do what we do out of there. When you worked your first cannabis deal, was that with Cure, with Cure Company? Or how did uh, that work out? Like, well, how, like my first cannabis deal would be like, I don't know, like big deal would be We Maps. Then We Maps are raw, dude. <laughs> raw hooked it up. Big shout out to Josh. Then We Maps came aboard. Then with We Maps came like, Stizzy, um, Care Company, Jared, Jared, and um, oh no, kind of just random companies start playing after that. But I would say Stizzy and West Coast Care, they like start hooking it up. Hell yeah. Yeah. Shout out to Jared. Yeah, yeah bro. He's a beast, man. Yeah. He's such a sweet he goes hard. Man, like, and he's like another Josh, you know, who, he, who believes in his shit and pushes it and does Lives what he it. needs to do. Yep. Oh man, if you've ever had that hardcore OG batter that they used to yeah, put out, one of the highlights in ca- in cannabis for me, like as a smoker, yeah. was getting some of that hardcore OG batter they mm. were putting out in the highlight. That shit was insane. Yeah, the wedding cake was one of my favorites too. 
They had all types of gas. Sure. Yeah. I remember, bro, we would take trips out to Hawaii with Weed Maps and Jared would be invited and this boy would pull up with pounds, bro. And <laughs> yeah. we'll be out there for like a week just holding it down, living life. I go way back with that dude, man. Big shout out to that guy. Mm. Well, yeah. How'd you, how'd you get hooked up with Stizzy? With Stizzy? Um... Man, I forgot homie's name, but one of Nikki Nikki Diamond's boys reached out to me. He was working over at Stizzy for a minute, and he he locked me in on a crazy deal. You know, he's like, "Yo, you know, I'm trying to get into the weed industry, or I'm trying to get the skateboarding industry into the Stizzy industry. Like, you know, could you like be one of the first riders and pretty much help me out? You know, he signed me." Um, I was pretty much the only one for like the first year. Then they reached back out to me asking if I could be like team manager type person to reach out to other skaters. You know, then we got David Lloyd, we got Derek Wilson, kind of created, curated a nice little squad. Um, everyone was getting weed. Everyone was getting a check. That's dope. And <clears throat> yeah, it just went off. I think I was rocked with them for like four years. Then... Last year, I kind of like ended my deal so I could start the Bougie's gas, yeah. you know, and kind of just, you know, I got to that point. I love collabing, but with that, I was on like uh, every month I had to do a specific video for them. And I don't know, I got to the point now where it's like, you know, <laughs> no more yearly deals. It, it has to be strictly like, you know, no restrictions. We do, we drop it, we post it, you know, I don't have to leave it up and we move on to the next thing. Yeah. So if anything, I want to be able to push my own shit and um, be able to post what makes me happy, you know? And that, that just seemed a little forced at the time. So I just stepped back from that. And all day. Yeah. What, uh, um, they're still family, you know. They they yeah. kill it, bro. They got oh, shop yeah. fucking everywhere. And bro. Yeah. Big shout out to Stizzy. And you, I mean, being born in Cali and you rep in the West Coast and like now being in Long Beach, which is another epicenter of cannabis. Mm -hmm. What's it like skating in Long Beach? Long Beach is cool, bro. There's a lot of um, skaters that mob out there from all over the world just to like get started there, you know, because it's so relevant with so many different skaters. Um, it's cool, man. There, there's been a skate scene out there since the late 90s, early 90s, you know, from Tom Penny going out there, fucking it up, and from TK being born out there and raised. It's it's huge. Now we got our generation, you know, Julian Davidson's from out there, Chad Temptum, and, you know, it's a small nook, bro. Everyone says, you know, when I come out to LA, they're like, you know, oh, fuck, you got to drive back to Long Beach. Damn, that's a mission. You know, it's really only like 15, 20 miles away. And it's away from all the fucking bullshit that most people have to deal with in downtown LA and Hollywood. You know, it's just a little beach city. It's cleaned up so much the past 10, 15 years too. And it's a vibe, bro. It's like, especially with, with Pharmacy Board Shop right there downtown now, it's like, we're holding it down for show in Long Beach. It's a good area. Everyone wanted a Tom Penny board. I remember seeing the mushroom. Yeah, the flip like, oh, board, bro. bro. That was the one. Legendary, was like, yeah. dog. Like, <laughs> yeah. Big shout out to Tom Penny, man. Like, he's a good friend of mine and rad dude, man. Like, he used to be a heavy alcoholic. Fucking wine every night, dog. Bottles. And to see him now, he's all cleaned up. Just got his little hashish joint and just 
skating so much, bro. And he's an OG. So shit gives me inspiration to keep it going. <laughs> Hell yeah. When did you feel that uh, it was it was getting more serious with skateboarding? Like, damn, this could be my my path, my my leeway into all these other things that you got going on. Dude, honestly, like it would have to have been when I left Pal Peralta to go to Element. Um, that was like a big pivotal like career for, or career pivotal moment for me because it was, I don't know, Element was such a big comp, big name, big household name for me when I was, you know, fuck, I was probably like 16, 17 when I first got on. And, you know, Nigel Houston was on Element. And when I was younger, bro, I even thought like, you know, oh man, I always thought Element was sick. Then Nigel skated for them. I'm like, damn, they already got Nigel skates goofy. He's fucking so gnarly. You know, he's like a light-skinned black kid. You know, it's impossible. Then I'm getting a phone call from Element. You know, I'm like, whoa, like this is kind of crazy. Going on trips with all these big dogs, Chad Tintin, Levi Brown. And um, that's when I was like, all right, this is fucking sick. You know, I'm making a couple extra dollars. I'm able to get an apartment. And that's kind of where I like switched up my whole shit. They're even putting me in like um, element clothes. Then I got signed to Crew and Supra. And Crew and Supra was fucking like the shit back then. It was like a mix of literally like hip hop and skatewear. So, you know, hanging out with Stevie Williams, Eric Ellington, Jim Greco, that's when I got bros with Tom Penny. That kind of like switched up my whole style and like understanding of like, all right, these, you know, Chad Muska, like these dudes are yeah. fucking high end skateboarders, you know? And I was, I was actually so used to like being on element and like everyone's like hash and, you know, and I'm still, you know, but I'll get back to that and just more like grounded over there, you know? So I was kind of getting like, a mix of both you know i'll get shit from like lizard king being like well you know i'm fucking element dude like what the fuck i'm like whatever you know but i was able to get like my swag my maturity how i move how i sit at dinner how i you know i'm stevie beyond business meetings i'm pulling up to the super and crew office and just listening to all types of shit you know and that's where i even got my my game from from doing these collabs then my was able to keep my humbleness over here at element and it was just that was like such a growing hip, growing moment for me and like all right this is fucking skateboarding you know this is you know your flow your am and your pro i was am right here i was getting a check i was getting product i was able to go on trips and that's when i was like this is fucking sick you know now i'm like looking at me as a professional skateboarder but as well as a professional person, you know, as a pr professional boo entity, know, you know, yeah. Yeah. yeah, and businessman too, being able to work deals now, yeah, that that favor you, and it's not just you running around, you know. Who who were some of the early like mentors in your life where you feel like you picked up a lot of game and they helped you like navigate, like you know, building all these things for you because it definitely doesn't come just like by chance yeah like, no nah, no nah. you got to get put on game for sure yeah. man um it'll be like cole matthews he was the element team manager you know then we'll go over to like crew and super like dennis martin he was, he was also the crew and super team manager 
And I feel like your team managers are almost like your coaches. You know, they're not teaching you how to skateboard, but they're kind of, you know, they're cutting the checks and they're kind of like looking after you in certain ways. And those dudes on a business level helped me out so much. You know, I could still call Cole Matthews to this day and ask him for any advice. You know, he works over there at Thrasher now. Then like skateboarders, you know, Stevie Williams, um, Eric Ellington. Um, I don't know. There wasn't too many skaters I really looked up to besides like in their skate style, like Brian Herman. But Stevie, he's like a businessman and like will shut me down if I say some bullshit or, you know, just sound ignorant. And I think that that kind of helped me out a lot on like, you know talk about the right shit, you know, when, yeah. and when the time is right. And, you know, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. No, I think, sure. I think it would be, what, those, those what's people. it like seeing Stevie navigate around those times and then like what he's led up to be. Cause Man, like, I see him like on, on a uh, reel the other day and he's like giving skateboards away to young kids and yeah. stuff. Like he just constantly does that. About skateboarding. Yeah. No, nah, he just, what's cool about Stevie. He's, he really stays in tune with the youth. You know, I, I remember catching him at a team signing and he's off to the side talking to a scooter kid, just trying to, this was like three years, four years ago when scooter was like, just come, you know, coming back to youth. Cause scootering is big right now, you know? And he was kind of just like asking the kid questions on like, you know, you know, what's cool about this? Or like, what do you find? You know? And I think that's what keeps him, um, in loop with what's going on and what what his next play just might be, you know, he got like real in in depth with the meta world, and he got all these different lanes, bro. And that's what life's all about, you know. You can't be just stagnant in one pond. You got to be able to tap in and do do your best in as many lanes as you can, but don't you know, don't go overboard. Just hone in on what you think feels right to you and i think that's what he does he gravitates to what what's what's hot and what's new <laughs> and you gotta you gotta go to the youth for that yeah you do bro otherwise like, there's gonna be a disconnect because when you get older you think you know more but you you're you're connected to less feels yes, like 100 percent, bro that's like our western government you know everyone's like so old and outdated that oh they don't gosh. know what's, what the fuck's going on. It's but, crazy. Yeah, that's a great example. Like shit, yeah. even at pharmacy board shop, bro, like me, K Beach, like the homie Slinks, Gas, like we make sure we keep youngs around us, you know, just to let us know what's going on, what's hot and what, what's new. So, you know, you can't be that person who just thinks that they know everything. You know, we're forever learning and kids get put on game, you know, with music, with whatever is going on even like the phones tiktok all that oh, shit. like you, you, there's no way you can keep up like they're adapting way quicker than certain age groups are able to because they've been introduced to so many things way younger mm. so it's almost like a kid that knows two languages they just got it like they didn't really have to learn it they just yeah. grew up with it mm -hmm. and that's how i feel sometimes when you're around people that uh like understand social media understand like oh you didn't know you could do this with your phone yeah. or things like that and i'm like holy shit i had no idea well you putting me on ai and now integrating it into like 50 percent of everything i do if i have a question or like 
Yeah. It's so easy and like big on that. You got, on a, that. You got they, a question, go to the right grew, source. They're just, we're just now knowing about that. They're growing up on it, you know, Great. but it's a blessing Great. for us too, because, you know, we, we know how it was playing in the mud and fucking remembering <laughs> no, phone numbers, sure. you know, and for sure. doing cool shit. Riding bro. your bike around. Yeah. Like, mowing just, lawns. Like, yeah. You don't do that anymore, you know? know. So you, we got to, we got to love what, where we came from and embrace the future because it's coming in hot <laughs> yeah it's coming quick you always yeah. been into fashion um yeah for the most part you've you been know, in some big when campaigns I, when I was bro. in eighth grade i got best dressed like okay i wish i had that yearbook so it definitely carries through yeah, yeah. man it's just like i don't know it's just natural though you know like very very um just throw this shit on and like hang out with my friends. We all we all like inspire each other to do different stuff and kind of just stand out a little bit, you know. You make it seem nonchalant, but like I mean, Tommy Hilfinger. Yeah, we Versace. did that Yeah, we did Bro, Versace. Some, some, yeah, that's pretty crazy. We did some Sax Fifth stuff. Um You have your own line now with Boohoo Man. Yeah, I did. We ran that for like three years, bro. I had my own line with Boohoo, man. That was real fun. That was another deal that was like, you know, kind of getting dragged on, how to do like monthly posts. It was just a lot, you know, but man, they, you know, we did really cool stuff with them. And yeah, that was an, an, another one, you know, where like, who knows what might be the next, bro. <laughs> how do you feel about... um how much skateboarding is influencing the high fashion world right now? Like the designer world. Like if you look at those new shoes Louis Vuitton just came out with, those are skate shoes. Yeah. No, the, you know, like we we're saying earlier, bro, like skateboarding has definitely had like a huge impact in the fashion world since the nineties, honestly, you yeah. know, and now that skateboarding, I believe since it went to the Olympics, it's getting a lot more major um, endorsements where they're like, okay, let, let's publicly like put this out where it's like we fuck with the skate industry and we want a piece of it you know because everyone's trying to dibble and dabble but it's cool because when it comes to like campaigns these companies are actually reaching out to legit skaters nowadays so you don't see some you know obviously, obviously i'm not trying to put skate. someone down yeah. but you know some goofball just holding the board wrong or just you know, they got a target board in the mix when it's, you got to be able to switch it up, bro. <laughs> so it's, it's cool, man. Skateboarding's huge. Like even the other night we had Trippy Red in the club with his release party and he's going crazy looking like he's about a caveman onto the crowd, but he's, he got the DGK Boo Johnson board in his hand and he's just hundreds of people and he's just raging, hanging out, you know, and that's on some skate shit, bro. People just want you know, it's, it's a culture, you know, just how everyone's out there singing someone else's music, you know, everyone's embracing yep. the music industry. It's like the skate industry. People are about it. People fuck with it. And it's cool, man. It's like, do whatever you want to do. <laughs> What's well, on full mainstream? I mean, Neiman Marcus of Beverly Hills put a half pipe. I saw you attended like an event there. Yeah, bro. Neiman Marcus, we did a crazy deal. And that's like some IMG shit where it's like, they're reaching out to those companies and curating uh, that. But yeah, bro, it's like, it's a skate world, dog. We out yeah, here. Yeah, <laughs> for real, it is. It, nah, it's for dope, it's, it's cool to see you getting the credit it is because it's been a long time coming. Yeah, it has, it's but it's weird because I don't even like, 
I'm 30 now, bro. But Young. And like, I'm still like, it's crazy because I like really dreamt of this shit when I was younger. And just, it's here now, you know, and just doing it organically. You know, I kind of like learned a lot from like a lot, um, a lot of different people I, I have encountered with like good and bad, you know, and I think that's how I kind of sustained my repetition. You know, I try to keep, keep it smooth on all tables, especially when it comes to fans. I want to be in tune with them and like take the time to rap out with them and let them know I'm real. You know, a lot of people that I meet are like, damn, bro, like you're like one of the only dudes that really are. I seen this guy at the hot springs the other night or the other morning. It was like five o'clock in the morning, bro. You know, cause I'm going to hot springs low key. I'm trying to get there before anyone wakes up. And there's just one dude in there. I'm walking up. He's like, Boo Johnson. Like, <laughs> randomest dude. You'll never, like, think, you know, I always encounter people you'll net. My lady always says, like, what the fuck? The randomest people know you, you know? And that's why I love, you know? And he's like, man, you're one of the only, like, I don't know what he said, like, but, like, one of the only people that really actually gets up and does what he needs to do every morning, you know? And little shit like that, that's what keeps me going and makes me want to just be the same person, bro, the same person I, I was when I first started getting hooked up by Element, you know, just humble little kid and just getting it, fucking skating anything I can and just being open, you know, not letting like these Neiman Marcuses or Saks Fifth or Mountain Dew deals like change me, you know, because all this shit could be gone like that. So, you know, I want every, everyone to remember Bougie for like that dude, you know, even if I lost everything, I want to be able to still be able to pull up and you know, be that dude instead of like, oh, this dude thought he was the shit, you know, had this, had that, and was just an asshole. Like, shit, man, you got to be able to leave this earth in peace, you know, so you could travel on. So I try to meet everyone with um, peace and, you know, keep it cool. Talking about active stoners, you're real big into biking. Oh, I yeah. mean, like you take that shit super serious. Yeah, bro. <laughs> Can you talk a little bit about that? I mean, to the point where like you're done races now. Yeah, well. And it's like calisthenics and it has it yeah, added to your yeah, skateboard. calisthenics. Big shout out to my boy, Chris. Here, yeah. Um, all that shit, bro. Like it, it roots back to just trying to keep, keep my youth, you know? Like I said, I used to bike when I was younger. Now we cycling, you know? I'm doing miles bro i had to go to doctors the other day in newport i'm like i'm gonna I'm cycle there you know woke up at eight got there by 9 30. <laughs> serious yeah, like, cycling <laughs> so we just did a crazy campaign too with my with my brother mikey over at bleach designs um he, he collabed with black heart this bike um company and fuck bro he designed this crazy bike you know this thing's worth like six bands and um we did a whole campaign and everything sold out in like two days and you know it was a huge honor because it was with blackheart in this in this gear company called maps and you know they could have picked any fucking cyclist out there that is really in the races really like putting on for the company but my homie mikey who's the creative director he's like you know if you guys want me you know, I need my bo my boy Bujie to fucking do the campaign, and we did it. And people, we fucking broke broke the internet, the cycling internet with that shit. Fire you know, well. and it it's just those are those. And you know, I didn't charge anything. That's another clap where it's just like I'm about it. You know, he did bless me with the bike though. The bike I he gave me a whole brand new bike, bro. I've been putting in work on that, but 
that's the cool shit, you know, where it's just like, yo, I think, you know, we see eye to eye and we, we want to make a change or a huge pivotal move and, and we make it happen, you know? I think that's the coolest shit. It's authentically you. And it's like the parallel is for like all brands in cannabis, outside cannabis, no matter what your brand is like, you're authentically you. And then you start to bring in collaborations that make sense for your brand Hmm. outside of skateboarding, outside of cannabis, outside of clothing. And it's like, it's just a good lesson for all brands to take in is like, be authentically you and collaborate with brands that are authentically what you're into. True. And, and like more collaboration. It's awesome to see, bro. It's, it's impressive. Thank you. I think the doors recently switched with that though. Like, you know, cause skating, even with skating, it used to be just like core skating. Like you can't do anything outside skating, you know? And I think now the doors are just like shifting. Like it's okay to fucking migrate dog. Cause even with skateboarding, no matter if you gotta be like a P-Rod or a Niger dog to be able to like make a full living off your skateboard you know other than that bro you gotta be able to tap in and do collabs and bring in checks here and there so you don't have to get caught up working a nine to five you know because with skaters we're creators you know we 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 look at things different we um we just have a different perspective on a, a lot in life so for you to like go from the streets grinding and flipping out of like a massive rail or some stairs to like I don't know, do, just listening to other people. Some people might like that, you know, because life's all about serving and doing stuff for others. But you could do that in a more realistic lifestyle that moves with you, you know? So I, I don't know. I, I just, I would say anyone out there that is in a certain lane and you're scared to like migrate out of that lane to like find that another passion, fucking try that out, you know? And, might be making some money in another lane that you were like a little nervous to jump into, but it's always, it's worth taking that risk, you know, instead of jumping into something safe and collecting that check at a spot that you're not truly happy at, you know? It's like you said, you got to stay true to you. Yeah. As long as you're staying true to your identity, it should go over well. And that's dope as hell that you, you'll jump into something, do the work and not ask for anything in return. But how many times do you feel that that's led to something bigger and better? And then you were able to get a check and, and open more doors. I feel like that oh, yeah. is a major key that you kind of glazed over, but for you to go into things with an open mind and not let a little bit of money stop you. I think that's, that's the way that you don't, don't block your blessings and continue to reap more reward mm. by being down and just people seeing that and then knowing that. And then, automatically feel that yo we got let's we got to reach back out to him amen bro let's make it worth it you know <laughs> yeah, yeah it's nah, like nah. to hear you about the cycling deal and like you got a free bike but i i in my head i'm like and if they sold out that quick they're definitely going to be hollering back and be yeah. like yo we gotta let's do version two or whatever it leads nah, to i love that you say that bro because that's like i've worked with like those groups a couple times and that's like even like when me and my brother Tristan go on set, it's like we like purposely make sure we jump on set, making sure we're going to curate a vibe that everyone's comfortable with. And we're going to not purposely leave a impression, but, you know, we're going to give them the energy that pe- that we don't usually get, but we want people to feel, you know, and it's like it almost even makes people uncomfortable. Like, hold on, <laughs> like, damn, I could be this loose with them. Like, nah, we good, you know, especially like on sets like Tommy Hilfiger. Like, 
You know, you got the stylist trying to lace my shoe. I'm like, oh, no, you know, I got, let me lace my shoe. I got you. You know, a lot of models are very strict, excuse me, very strict and, you know, kind of pushy. So I treat everyone how I would want to be treated and, you know, just with love and compassion. So. Yeah, like straight said, up, you're bro, like, man, it, I like to lace just, my shoes like this. Hold on. <laughs> yeah, not even that. I'm just, I'm just choking them. I'm just like, we good, bro. Like, people ain't even going to notice that. But yeah, bro, thank you for mentioning that because, you know, you got to just do it strictly off the love, you know? And when the bigger plays come and obviously you'll know, you know, run that up, baby. Get, get your bread. Yeah. But in between, not everything's going to look or feel as pretty as you want it to. But you know, it's just another thing to write off. Another thing you did and another opportunity you got. So that's like, like another another goal, another or another goal checked off, another blessing. I'm just like, let's the, go, green the lights. Uni- the universe is always going to pay that back in. Mm-hmm. Like all that stuff you do, it all comes back tenfold. Yeah. It ends up being a, a reward. And it's, it's crazy because a lot of the times we get blinded by that. Um, just by like that reward, you want it right away. Like mm-hmm. we're in the day and age of like instant gratification. So everyone's like, man, I know nah, I need it now. I need, you know, and it's tough to embrace the struggle and keep pushing through to get to that other side where there's like that karmic like debt. That's like, mm-hmm. no, you, you earned it yeah. here. There you go. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. No, motherfuckers at the end of the day though, motherfuckers are just, a lot of you are just weak these days, bro. And they don't have like heart. People be forgetting like, it shit is hard out here and nothing comes easy. You know, it might look easy just because what you're saying, instant gratification you see on Instagram, everyone's only, only posting the fucking hype, but like the real world, bro, like Midwest, but fuck Egypt, like motherfuckers are still working hard as fuck every day, dog, just to get by. And like, that's just what it is. Like you got to really be able to serve. And that's another thing why I stay on my shit so much because I'm so blessed that I don't have to work a nine to five, but I get my ass up every fucking day. Like I work a nine to five dog. I'm scheduled and I, I got hard outs and I make sure I make sure I get shit done. I get back home by six o'clock so I could eat dinner and wind down and get ready to do it again the next day because, you know, ain't no one going to do it for me. So, you know, I got to keep that shit going. Like I don't even have a family yet. You know, I'm, so got going to dad mode in a few years and fucking who knows what else I got to prep myself so that when shit hits me, I'm not like, wait, I got to do this, then this. It's like, my shit's already, I'm doing this and this and that. I'm just going to, that's just going to be another thing to add into those slots. You know, ain't shit going to slow down. So, you know, if like, if you're complaining dog, just know everyone's working too, bro. If you're not going to work, people are going to lap you up and, you're going to just have to catch up. Like we were saying earlier, like my brother T always says, man, you're going to deal with being disciplined now or be deal with being disappointed later on in life. So That's so true. You got to run it up, bro. You got here 30 minutes earlier today. We yeah. were like, oh, shit. Always, bro. I'm always early. Besides the for other real. morning. It's bro, impressive, bro. Me, the other morning, like I was supposed to be on set for my brother Etai. We had a photo shoot in San Pedro. Um, at 5 a.m. And, you know, he asked me like, yo, what do you like? I'm trying to get a beach view or this and that. I was like, bro, I got a hotspot for you. Boom. Here's a pin. He's like, put it, put everyone in a group message. I was like, yo boys, 5 a.m. Let's do it. 
Bro, tell me why. <laughs> I wake up to Etai calling me. I already got a missed call from T. Then Etai's calling me. It's 5.15. I'm looking at my phone. I'm like, I freak out. I'm like, no. Like, fuck, fuck, fuck. Wake my chick up. She's like, what? I was like, fuck, fuck, fuck. Like, jump out of bed, dog. I'm like, luckily, I packed, I like geared all my shit up the, that night. Because I don't know. I got massaged. That's what it was. I got massaged that evening. And my cycle was still, I was going to go ride with my homie Mikey right after the shoot. So my cycle was in my room. All my shoot, all my gear was packed. Outfit was laid out. And I don't really do that. I don't really lay out my outfit, dog. But for some reason, I knew it hit me, bro. Woke up 5.15, jumped out of bed, grabbed my shit. Fucking didn't even brush my teeth, dog. Like. There's no meditation that morning. No, yeah. Nah, <laughs> You're like, I'm, yeah, I'm already on the way. Yeah, yeah. Nah, <laughs> Missed his call. That like. Call him right after, as I'm walking out the door, like, bro, I'll be there in 15 minutes. My bad. T's there. Fucking the whole squad's there already. Five That's a crazy ass feeling. So, yeah, man, I was just <laughs> bummed. Fucking just, I was supposed to wake up at four, dog. And I'm just like, that massage put me out. I was slept <laughs> right past my sleep. alarm. But my alarm is like very calming too. It's like, mm, so it's like, I was just out, dog. You guys been rocking so, for a while, you and Etai. Yeah, bro. And now it. he's got his own clothing line. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like staring away from like so much like, custom. you know, custom pieces. Yeah. And he got some amazing creative um, direction. So he's about to drop some wild pieces. Yeah. Anybody who doesn't know, check him out on Instagram, E-T-A-I. Yes. Yeah, man. Super fire. What, what type of stuff's he dropping? um right now it's almost like we're shooting it was like some knitted woven um it's a two-piece button up with some like nice breezy shorts like it's kind of like a four season outfit you know because it's not too light and it's not too um heavy but like the pieces he's recently dropped were like some fire like gym i don't know on like some high-end lululemon like why shit yeah, he's doing his own thing. Where, he's where where can people go cop that? Do you know? Yeah, honestly, don't even know. Yeah. It's like very limited. Yeah. Yeah. You gotta just go that follow him and he'll just like <laughs> yeah. the shorts I got, it's like twelve out of like forty eight pieces, you know. Wow. Like he marks it, signs it. Very rare. So how'd that come about though, where you're gonna do modeling for it? Cause like all these projects pop up where you're yeah, like just, Versace, bro. Yeah. Like that how did that come about? I have no idea. They just my agency just be hitting me sometimes and or like i said i check the dm and like my homies be telling me like bro you know so and so follows you i'm just like wait what you know because i'm not <laughs> even on social media like i am but i'm also i'm really just watching my shit posting my shit and trying to like get off of it because i'm just i don't know i'll be trying to hone in try to stay away from this thing that, night, I, that morning i missed my alarm i don't even sleep with my phone in my room anymore but i tried so i could wake up at four but still blew it. but yeah just little shit like that i just i got so on instagram you could set a time on like how long it uses you then it signs you out it doesn't sign you out so you you know you don't have to log back in but it exits you and my my cap for the day is two hours you know and two hours goes by like that so at two hours, it'll just, crazy. it'll just exit me out on my Instagram. So I'd be like, all right, cool. Then I try to put my phone away by eight o'clock and just like, you know, leave it in the down. kitchen or something. Yeah. I put it in my bathroom. Smart. So I bro. could go, you know, first thing, brush my teeth, my phone's right there. Try not to look at it, walk the dogs, grab it. So I could film my little stretch meditation. I always film it in, um, 
and time lapse. So it always looks, I always post it every morning. It's dope. It's like 25 seconds, but it's really 25, 30 minutes. Oh, okay. And do a little meditation, prayer. And you got a dope little room and setup that you do it in. Yeah. My extra room's like it's my vibe. full like meditation room, bro. And that's got the ice bath in there. Got all my books and what's you your know. what's your routine like? Like give us a day in the life. Day like in a life, typical day in the real life. Real quick, like wake up first thing, bro. Kiss my lady on the forehead. I walk my my big boy Marley um around the block, let him shit, piss, come upstairs, wash my face, brush my teeth, and I go straight to the yoga mat and I stretch for 25, 30 minutes. Until I say my prayer for the day. Then I go to my kitchen, I journal, write how, I, you know, my morning vibe. I write my intentions for the days, intentions, goals, um, and put that up. Then fuck, from there, it could be anything. Freestyle. <laughs> yeah, free, yeah, it could be anything. Usually I have it, I have it locked in, you know. Usually I link up with the boys. We link up at pharmacy between 10 and 11. And between 10 and 11, that's when we're leaving where where we got to go you know unless it's like an early morning we're like out but pharmacy is the meetup spot and we go from there you know just like today you know today i did all that linked up with k beach went and got matcha came here about knock this out about go link up probably with etai actually my homie tweety then go go skate and get home by like six so i could eat dinner because my girl said she wants to be able to sleep at eight today so we, we out and I'm up at five, but I go cycle. No, I didn't cycle today. So wake up at five, meditate, stretch, go do, do 20 miles real quick. Probably go skate with my nigga K Beach. And How long does it take you to do 20 miles? 20 miles, hour. Damn. Bro. Hour 15. Yo, yeah, we, we do got, 20 miles. How quick are you going when you? Um, you my know? steady pace is like 17, 19 miles per hour. Yeah, I'm dipping. My bike's Quick light, LA bro. traffic. Yeah, I'm. Points. Oh, I'm like <laughs> keeping crazy. up with cars, you know, with lights because I'm flying past lights. I usually, I do like lately. I just been doing from like downtown LB. I'll go up to like Anaheim, come back down, rip up to Seal Beach, come down. It's quick though. Like That's it dope. feels good, bro. And I'm just breathing the whole time. Lately, I haven't been bringing my speaker. Just breathing, you know. Me and my brother Mikey, right after that Etai shoot. Drove straight to Santa Monica. Me and my boy Mikey got a ride. 20 miles. We did exactly 20 miles that day. And it felt like 10. You know, it was all gradually uphill. Just getting it, bro. And I don't really ride with homies. But um, it was cool, like, driving out, linking up with him. And, you know, that's just my routine. We're just doing something. Tomorrow, I'll probably go get a massage before I go. You know, I, I get, like, three, three massages a week. Just, like, keep the body in tune. Yeah, well, you're doing that much activity, bro. It's a lot. Oh, you have to, bro. And my and mom, skating, trying to skate at a high level. Consistently. My mom was a yeah, yeah. So with like with cycling too, like I got I, my legs actually feel super beast though when I jump on my board. Like I was running for a minute and I was, you know, I, I was running like fucking 15 miles, dog. Like every morning, I get on these weird like regiments where I'm just like, once I'm about it, I'm fucking fully about it. You know, I'm going camping. I got everything to go camping. You feel me? Like <laughs> we going fucking, we're going somewhere. I got it. Let's go. You know, I hone in. I'm like, try to be the best I can in it, but without like any like cockiness. And I just tried to be about it for myself. 
<laughs> same with same with artwork. I see. Is it Corey Devine? Yeah, Corey Devine. I see artwork. that, bro. My hair's a little long right now, bro. But yeah, he's been same with right here too, right? Yeah, yeah, man. Corey's crazy. done some cool shit. Yeah, he crushes. That's a lot of work, bro. It's dedication. <laughs> what, what was your first tat? Um, it was a pharmacy board shop tat, bro. Oh, dude, RX. So RX stands obviously, oh, okay. you know, our drug, and you know, skateboarding's a drug to us. So that's why pharmacy is called pharmacy board shop. And that, bro, I got this when I was 15. So this thing was huge. Like, it was massive, bro. <laughs> kind of blends in. You went in. Yeah, for sure. But they were like, damn, that's a good one for, that's good one for yeah. the first one. You're still living it. Yeah. It's impressive, bro. 15 years later. Mm hmm. Intentions, bro. You know, all my so. tattoos kind of mean a little something. What's What would be a collab that you'd be shooting for? Like, what would be something that you're like, man, this would be a, a goal? Or like, um, you know, a signature line or a Dude, I'm trying to do something with like Toyota. I want to do like a signature like Tacoma or something. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I film like a crazy like outdoor adventure video just about life. I can see and, that. I can see that you know, for sure. Popping up the truck. I think that'd be really cool. Bike fits, skateboard fits, everything moves around, you know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Just fast. Even Go with camp. like just have fun Toyota, you know, just like fuck. Damn, that's a dope. whole campaign right there. Yeah. But I don't know, man. That's a hard one. Who's somebody you've skated with and you're like, damn, I can't believe I'm skating with this person right now? Um, or got to link with because of skateboarding? I don't know. Or maybe like honest. place you got to travel to where you're like, oh, damn. bro, everywhere, man. Like every place I get to go, I'm just like, off the strength of skateboarding, dog. But, you know, Dubai, you know, my first time going to Dubai was. What's it like skating out there? nuts bro especially are they cool we, then shit or are they well, like not really but when i went out there we were filming for like a massive project and we got inv invited on the behalf of like one of the princes so we got access to everything you know p rod was on that program that's when i was riding for mountain dew so they got like they went to the top of the verse khalifa like we we're skating like plazas that you know people aren't even walking through like that so that's fucking it, crazy. it was nuts, bro. Because I couldn't see them like just allowing that type of shit. I'm sure they got permission and all. <clears throat> they had a blessing from, like you said, the prince and then. Fucking crazy. I mean, to be able open. to. No one smoke skate. out there? Um, no. Or you said, nah, no. You were like, no, 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 Yeah. No, that shit was paranoid the whole time. Yeah. And yeah. no, I remember I went out there on a Puma shoot. I went out there with Nikki Diamond and Shaf Shafiq. And fuck, bro, those are the times I was like, on Xanax and lean, I was all fucked up, bro. And I remember I had to buy a flight home because I couldn't smoke out there. And the, I remember they're like, bro, we could get you weed, but it's, you know, you got just, these are the consequences. I'm like, like oh, you, nah. you about to have to go way <laughs> over there, bro. You <laughs> might die. I might just yeah, buy me yeah. a flight home. Like no one with Puma went and buy me a flight. I'm just like, bro, I had to book my flight home and get my was, life. That was, was, like, that, was that a realization for yeah, you? Yeah, that was like the end of like my wacky path for sure I'm you made like, a post uh, about it and it was like almost like a farewell to like yeah, this is the way it has to be and i'm moving on tough with my to keep life up with and, it yeah as you go on and keep living life it's you realize like damn this is a job in itself yeah it is just like trying my, to like my homie kb said today he was telling one of his homegirls it's like you know she's still on some shit but he's like hey it's cool on this side you know it's cool to just smoke weed and grab a coffee in the morning you know you just, whenever you're ready you know, you got people over here on this side, you know, and that goes for anyone, you know, anyone that's going through a crazy 
transition in life it's possible you know you gotta just take your time with it and that's what you know that's why i was gonna mention it earlier like time is everything like people got to really understand like you don't always have to be rushed or like feel like you need to be somewhere like with working out you got to really be consistent and you know when i'm doing my push-ups i'm like sometimes i'm like what am i doing like are my pull-ups like I need to be somewhere else, you know, really be in tune in that moment when you're doing something just so you could get the like best results from it. Everyone's just so rushed and, you know, feel like they need to do this and do that and, do, you know, make your time like spare your time very preciously because, you know, fuck, we're not going to be here for too long, sadly. So try to really understand that, like, you only have 24 hours in, the, in a day and fucking use those 24 hours to benefit yourself and all your loved ones around you be be patient with your time and like use that shit and be in tune stay intentional yeah i was going through it the other day i was doing pull-ups kb i'm like what am i doing like hold on like i'm like i don't have anything else to do right now like just finish these 10 pull-ups like got three more this shit's hard but Cause it was hard. I didn't want to be in that time right now and thought I had to do something else. I was like, let me just be here. You know, I'd be in tune with whatever you're doing, then move on to the next. I feel like that's when you're like most conscious when you're able to do focus on one thing at a time, you know, cause it's so hard when, you know, you always, your mind is constantly running. So when you're trying to focus on just one thing, it gets drifted within seconds, but you know, make that conscious thought. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna make it a conscious thought right now. Mm -hmm. Really, you know, I gotta re remind myself of these things often. You know, you, you gotta continue to learn and like drill into my head. And like I was saying, I wasn't no, no one in my family was, you know, a guru or like woke like that. You know, very like free. But you know, I, I feel like I'm trying to be on a more conscious path. You know, to pass on to my my seed or the next generation, you know, just be in tune with yourself. Shit's a testament for, for the youth, for real. What you're doing yeah. is one of a kind, bro. There's a, there's a lot to you, man. And it's just dope to be able to sit here and chop it up with you and yeah. feel your presence. And you got a strong presence. And I feel like that's why so many people have, uh, you know, reached out to get involved with you is that you're, you're living it and you're like living your truths out daily mm. and being open, being an open book. And it, it's cool. I know our people are definitely going to connect with it. And, yeah. you know, it's dope to see you, man, for real. It's an amazing lesson in branding yourself. It's an amazing lesson in that give and take of the universe, bro. Mm -hmm. And then living out your collabs, everything, like even the insoles. Mm -hmm. You have an insole collab. Yeah, remind. Like it's, yeah, it's like, John. bro, fire. <laughs> like, it's just dope because it's like everything that revolves around your life and your lifestyle in or outside of skateboarding. It's a good lesson for any brand to take, yeah. any yeah. person trying to, to come up and, and figure out their path. You know, it's like, yeah. just be authentically. Yeah. You. Whatever you mess with, whatever you genuinely rock with, like run with that, you know, yeah. like with the spies, bro. I was honestly, we, I found these old, it's not this, this model, but I found these glasses in pharmacy. I was like, oh, these are hard, you know, and I was just <laughs> rocking them for months, you know, and. I just randomly, like I said, Matt Aldrin. I was like, yo, bro, I really fuck with these glasses. Like, manifested that shit. You know? And he's like, oh, bro, fuck. 
Oh, Next, man, we're going to so. see you in the Toyota. Yeah, bro. 100%. The Just Have Fun commercial. Uh, Let's do it. Yeah. It's going down. He spoke yeah, it. He spoke a word. Where no can joke. people find you? Reach out, all that. Yeah, man. Hit me up on Instagram, Boo Johnson. Um, we got my YouTube, Adventures with Boo J. And yeah, man, pull up to Pharmacy Boy Shop out there in Long Beach, downtown, 333 Pine Avenue. And yeah, I'm outside, you know, I like to be touchable. So I'm sure you'll see me whipping my Tacoma around, you know, say what's up, say hello. And um, it's nothing but love over here, baby. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. And hook Shit. Boo up with some fire weed if you got that grippy, yeah. man. Yeah. Lace nah, him up. I'm always down to smoke, too. Shit. <laughs> you know. <laughs> Shit, man. You already know. Any shout outs, anything else? Let's nah, man, just shout out to the people. Shout out to you too, man. I appreciate you guys for you, having bro. me, Coming man. Through, blessing you know, the set. Like, this means a lot right here, for real. Thank you, bro. Keep doing what you're doing, man. Keep spreading the good word and just keep pushing, bro. Yeah. Yeah, your journey's truly inspiring. So and keep right, sharing bro. that with the world, man, for real. Yes, sir. Absolutely, man. It's first smoke of the day, Boo Johnson. <laughs> we appreciate you, homie. We're out. Peace. Hey, stop. Before you leave, roll up another one. We got more episodes just like this. Click right here.